welcome to the Myrtle Mitten Show. So thank you so much that you were able to uh, check in with me today. Please like uh, this episode, like my channel. Also subscribe. I'd love for you to subscribe and share this content with people who you think that would benefit from it. So it's the Myrtle Mitten Show. Thank you so much. All right, look at this. <laughs> Oh, I am so happy. So uh, welcome, welcome, welcome today to the Myrtle Mitten Show. I am just so thrilled today to introduce my special guest, uh, Dana. So Dana from Team Connections. And it is just such a, an amazing uh, journey that life puts in. And when you um, make your path along the way, people kind of come in and Sometimes they stay for a little bit and, you know, and they leave their mark and then they, they move on. So I'm really excited to uh, introduce Dana um, and she'll probably tell you a little bit about herself and how she uh, has done what she's done. And so we're going to start with that and have you just tell everybody, Dana, just a little bit about who is Dana. Oh, well, let's see. Neil and I are a team, which is why we call our company Team Connections. And we've been a team for almost 50 years. That's pretty amazing, isn't it? We met in college. Uh, we married. We both had teaching degrees. We both taught school. Um, and then when Neil went back to graduate school, I didn't have a teaching contract. And so I started doing direct sales. And in direct sales, um, I worked real hard, but I was the only income for our first three years. And so I worked differently than just kind of like a little hobby on the side. I mean, this was paying the bills, this was paying groceries. And so um, it was great and it was wonderful. And um, throughout the years, we had uh, the opportunity to build our family, both uh, naturally and also through adoption. So we have five kids and Myrtle, I know you know we have five kids and we have uh, a, a little model United Nations at our family. Um, so we have children who are Korean and African-American and Native American and a couple of white ones thrown in there too. So we, um, we said, you know what? We really wanna be able to provide for these kids in a better way. And Neil was a professor and uh, we took the launch and he left the business as a tenured professor to join me in direct sales. It was the right decision for us. Um, the second year that we were in business, we paid more in income tax than uh, Neil made as a professor, which I'm not saying that to brag, just the, the opportunity when you really treat a direct selling business as a business instead of just um, working it in, if you treat it like a job, it, it really will pay you like a job. I, I truly believe that. Um, then when we left the company, we retired and sold our business. We were number three in the United States, number 16 in the world. We said we went corporate. We did corporate for a couple of years for a large multinational company. And um, that wasn't our thing. We, you know, we were too entrepreneurial to do that. So we founded Team Connections. We became certified coaches. Um, and we've had Team Connections now since 2004. Love it. Um, we have... I, I love the fact that we're a leadership and coaching company for direct sellers. People say, what's your coaching niche? It's direct sellers, which is millions and millions of people. And um, we, have, uh, we have clients all over the world in almost every English speaking company, er, country. So it's really fun. And so because direct sales was so good for us, Myrtle, we, we really wanna pay it forward. So we've dedicated our lives to um, supporting the direct selling profession and the companies who support direct sellers. 
Oh, that's fantastic. So yeah, so Neil and Dana Phillips are like, you know, a, a household name around a, a lot of places because um, of the work that, that you have both done in uh, really inspiring and uplifting direct sellers to, to know that they can accomplish great things you know, by putting the right things in place, which is, which is really amazing. So I really appreciate that, Dana. Thank you so much for doing that. So, um, so the Myrtle Mitten Show, you know, our goal is to inspire and encourage and bring some hope uh, to help you really live that joyful and purposeful life. And uh, there's a lot of different ways to do it. Um, but one of the things that we want to share with you is some of the things that, you know, Dana has come through in her life. And, you know, there's this saying that, you know, experience is the best teacher. Um, what we're learning is that if you can learn from somebody else's experience, it does you even better because you can avoid the pitfalls that they've, uh, you know, landed into and plastered their face on. So you can learn from their lessons. So tell me a little bit about who would be, say, the most famous or infamous person that you've met, Dana? You know, um, this is real. I really thought about this question because you asked me ahead of time and there are a couple of famous people. One is Chubby Checkers, which I was like, got to do the twist with him on stage. That was amazing. But um, interestingly enough, probably the most famous person that inspired me uh, was while he was a pastor, I actually had dinner with John Maxwell. He was, before he was the John Maxwell, he was a pastor in the, our denomination and just a really amazing leadership man, just a wonderful, I mean, he's, what you see is what you get. And uh, he was working with our church in Buffalo, New York. And I got to, I was on the board of our church and I got to meet him and spend time with him. And it was just like an amazing experience. Oh, wow. Yeah. Say no more. You know, John Maxwell is, you know, a hero of so many people because of his great work and his books that he's written and speaking that he continues yeah. to still do to today. That's, that's even so amazing. So that, that's a great influence. Oh my goodness. So now I'm, I'm looking for like a really fun, interesting travel story. So in your travels, because one of the things that direct sales and being in this professional entrepreneurial profession, it allows you to travel you know, whether it's for conferences or for fun, but what's a, what's a really cool story that comes to your mind of something that you've done or experienced in your travels? Well, I, you know, I, I could tell you all sorts of amazing stories about seeing things like the Eiffel Tower and, and Quebec City, which is our favorite city in the world and, you know, the old town, but I have to tell you this one because it's real, it's a crack up. I picked up, when we went to Bali on an incentive trip, I picked up a Bali bug and I was sicker than a dog. And in addition to the fact that I get seasick really easily, so we were on this freighter little ferry boat taking us out to an island that was supposed to be magical and wonderful and all I could do was stick my head over the side of the boat and decorate the side of the boat all the way so we got to this little island and I'm like white as a sheep feeling terrible and they said let's go scuba diving <laughs> like okay let's do it you know I'm game for a good time oh this is hysterical so first of all you have to take your glasses off well when I take my glasses off I can't see anything right so the scuba diving was like going underneath and just seeing blurred night <laughs> it's like there were no do you see those fit no I don't see anything I just see 
just darkness and water. So it was hysterical. And then I was like halfway under and going, oh, I think I'm be sick again. So up to the top and they had to pull me into the boat. And anyway, sick, sick, sick. And um, I got over it. I went to, they don't, in, um, they don't call them drugstores. They call them pharmac pharmacies. So you, I went to the, you know, to the pharmacy and got some medicine and, and it was better and everything, but it was, I know there's probably all sorts of lovely stories, but that one probably is the one that sticks with me the most. Oh, my, yeah. my experience. Oh, that, that I did awesome. it with my really, our really good friends, Scott and Meyer Runyon. Mm -hmm. And they were just like, oh, are you okay? I said, I'm okay. I'm okay. And Neil goes, oh, just leave her alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was fun. Oh, that is really good. So, uh, so who would you say has had the, the most impact on you, on, on your growing up and your formative and, and establishing some of the people that have really left that mark on, on you and in your You know, I, I really, and I say this with all humility, my mom, mm -hmm. I just, she influenced me so much. Now, my mom was not perfect. She had a lot of problems and some people would probably say mental health issues, mm -hmm. but um you know, on her good day, she was amazing. And my mom only went to the seventh grade, Myrtle. And so my, nobody in our family on either side of our family had ever been to college. But my mom was really, really smart. And um, she just was wise and, and just really was wicked smart. And so when she raised us kids, she would do a, a lot to make us feel like we could do anything we wanted. And I remember being just this little first grader her saying you can be president of the United States if you want to you can you are no better than the worst job of people who clean toilets or the best job of president of the United States and she really instilled in us that um, leaders always make the people around them feel better mm. say that you know the real if you're a leader she yeah. said you want to make everybody around you feel more important than you are you know, why would I remember that from like first or second grade? I mean, she just pounded it. Anyway, the reason she just, she always just made me feel like, you know, I grew up in a generation where girls to given the same opportunity. I mean, we didn't even have sports. That was way before title nine. You know, we didn't even have sports. And so she would always say girls are just as good as boys and just as smart as boys. And she would do a lot of that thing and really just made me say, you know what, that's okay. Um, I'm just going to be my best. And that inspired me so much. Well, I was the first girl in our family to go to college. My brother was the first boy in our whole family, both sides to go to college. And when my, when my mom had sent all of us to college, Myrtle, she went back at 55 and got her GED. Wow. Associate's degree. Yeah. And I just admire, you know, that so much. I mean, and I just think, you know, there are people probably listening to this podcast that don't have a great relationship with their mom. And my mom was difficult. I'm not going to say, but if I could just do anything, just take the best. Yes. What your mother, they love you. They did the best that they can do. Yes. And as you're a mom, you're not going to be perfect. You'll do the best that you can do. And uh, she really, really inspired me so much, so much. Oh, that is perfect. It, you know, I love that little nugget, you know, take the best because there are no perfect people and, you know, no one is going to do it perfectly every day. But you said uh, on, on her good days, she was great. And you'll, if you look for that good, you will find it. So that's right. that, that is very inspirational and honoring to your mom. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is really good. Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. 
So tell me now, so knowing what you know now, um, you know, if you could go back in time and do some time travel and sit with the younger version of Dana and, you know, give her a little talking to, uh, what advice would you give to her from this point? You could frame it in the, you know, in the light of the current situation we're in and, uh, you know, so many stressors that are on people and in their life and, and what they thought it was going to look like and so forth. So what would you, what would you say to, to uh, that younger version of you if you could go back? Probably a lot of things, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't, don't even start smoking. I mean, I smoked when I was younger, smoked cigarettes. Mm -hmm. I can't believe that, mm -hmm. but I don't anymore, obviously haven't for years and years, but there are a lot of things. But the, the important thing I think is know, Dana, where your identity is coming from. Mm -hmm. And I did not really fully understand that my identity as a believer in Christ is in Christ. Mm -hmm. It's not, my believer is not, uh, my, my identity is not based in what other people think of me mm -hmm. or my pocketbook yeah. or where I live yeah. or who I hang with yeah. or my accomplishments. My identity lies fully in Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And if, if I could go back, I think it, I would have avoided a lot of mistakes that in terms of just trying to be women can be such people pleasers Myrtle and, and I was a people pleaser in many many ways and it took me a long time to understand that what other people think of me is none of my business yes yeah and uh, I if I am I true to my own identity mm. this wonderful wonderful friend of mine Anita um, and she is now the head of uh, discipleship and evangelism for the entire denomination but she would say would say please God and love people mm. and those two mixed up right right yes oh that is great great advice because uh, that is a pitfall that we fall into especially women you know one of my previous guests talked about this idea of saying yes because you feel like you know even if it's not something you want to do or something you're you, you feel coerced into doing things so being willing to realize where your identity comes from and to stand strong in that. that That is great advice, wonderful. All right, so um, we're gonna go a little philosophical and you know, kind of think about, you know, one of the things that we all have to think about we're faced with is our own mortalities. Like there is going to be a time when, you know, we leave this earth, when the good Lord says it's time to, uh, you know, to come home. What would you like your legacy to be? What would something that you would want to be remembered for? And, and so that when people think of Dana Phillips, this is something that comes to their mind. When you think of it in light of your, your children and grandchildren. So tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, Myrtle, I, I truly used to think I wanted to be known as being famous and, and, Affecting people all over the world and all, and I, I will tell you that's a wonderful, wonderful place to be. And I now I understand how um, humbling that is to be working with people all over the world to to be an influencer. But at the end of my days, um, I just want my my kids, my grandkids, to know you know Nana loved me and she prayed for me, mm -hmm. and that's that's really. I just want them, and and I know my grandkids are all like, and Nana was crazy. She was so fun, you know, because I'm a much better Nana than I was a parent. I mean, as a parent, I was so caught up in, 
you know, making sure they were doing everything right and being responsible. And, you know, I was super strict and, oh, we were regimented and, you know, now I'm a Nana and I don't have to do that. And I can just have fun with them. And, and what a wonderful place to be. I know you're recently, right? You're, yes, yes. are you a glammy? I don't know what they call I'm you. A glamma. You're a glamma. Okay. Well, I'm Nana because I'm Nana Dana. <laughs> and, <laughs> and we nice are expecting place. number 17 and 18 grandchildren, you know, this, wow. this yeah, I know. I'm so excited. Um, that's what happens when you have five kids. Yes. Anyway, um, I just, I want, at the end of my days, I want them to just say, you know what? She loved us. She prayed for us and she was so much fun. Yeah. Oh, that is such, that's a great legacy to leave for your, your children and your grandchildren. And, and it's so true is that, you know, when you're in the busyness of life, sometimes um, it's like, you know, you want to be able to start saying, okay, it's time to slow down a little bit and then enjoy uh, these moments that you can uh, cherish them, right? So that, that is really, really good. Some of, some of the best advice I ever got, Myrtle, was someone told me when my kids were little, so if there's somebody listening who's got small children, they said, if you will laugh about this when you're a grandparent, laugh about it today. Uh, yes. And and that's good advice. Yes. I mean, I give that advice to anybody just don't take it so seriously they're gonna make it yeah yeah laugh laugh now <laughs> i really like that oh this has been so wonderful oh dada you you've really warmed my heart and i know that uh this is uh, going to help so many people as they listen and it will inspire and, and encourage them along their journey so uh, we're gonna do some kind of fun now. So it's it's called rapid fire and it's just, just to get to know you a little bit. So we're gonna ask, I'm gonna ask you a question and you gotta pick one or the other. So if I say coffee or tea, you're gonna say? Definitely coffee. <laughs> now are you a one cup a day, two? Ah, there we go. All day. <laughs> I love it, I love it. All right, now uh, we're gonna say burgers or pizza. Oh, pizza. You know, that's a hard one, but but pizza, that comes, yeah, pizza. All right. Um, and then, you know, so people are red or white? If you're going to choose wine, which one? I Oh, definitely red. Mm, okay. Yeah, definitely red. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'll drink white. I mean, I drink, I've never met a wine I didn't like. <laughs> I like that, exactly. <laughs> Especially if somebody's going to pour it for me. <laughs> I don't even have to have them pour it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And how about sweet or salty? You know, I think I'm a salty. Oh. You know, Neil's got a sweet tooth, but I think I'm salty. I would rather have chips and that. And so I just don't buy chips or crackers or yeah. any, you know, because I just, I can't put them down. You would fall into the, you know, the, that you can't just have one kind of a... Right, right. <laughs> All right. Um, now let's, let's uh, talk about our Reader's Corner. One of the things we always want to encourage our listeners to do is to be reading. And now we have the benefit of Audible, which you can listen to books and YouTube, you can listen to books. So, um, but sometimes it's hard to navigate. So you share with us like, uh, you know, some of your favorite books that you would recommend that people... Um, definitely go and check out. Well, I, I, I love, you know, of course, anything, and a, a lot of people will say John Maxwell, but I really enjoy his very first book most. And um, actually, my kids went through the book when they were in junior high, and I took my team through the book, and it's Developing the Leader Within You. Mm -hmm. 
exactly. It's just a great basic leadership book. And all the rest of them are wonderful too. But I think that's probably his best work. I, I really truly believe that. And um, the other one is a little heavier, but it's so powerful. And it's Viktor Frankl's book called In Search, Man's Search for Meaning. Really a very powerful book about this man who survived uh, concentration camps and, and all of the horrors and yet um, teaches us where do you find meaning in anything and it's it's really a very valuable valuable book and then the third one is and i recommend this to everybody who's looking for a devotion is sarah young's jesus calling mm. oh my gosh have you read it no oh sarah young okay jesus calling it is the best um she's done a bunch of them she's on social media too but what happens is she writes it as if jesus is talking to you mm. And it's so, so good. I mean, I know I see a lot of people cut and paste and put her stuff out there too, that it's just, it's just powerful. And so I would really, it's a great devotional. And I, I really, the reason I talk about a devotional Myrtle is because every day, I think we need to start our day by filling our hearts with something good, yes. you know, and if, if you don't happen to believe what I believe, then, you know, still start with something uplifting and, and something that's going to make you feel good about the day and about your life. And, um, it's, it's a great place to start. Oh, wonderful. That is excellent. Thank you so much for being my guest. This has been an absolutely wonderful interview. I am just so thankful that, uh, you know, you've agreed to come and share these great words. Um, so, you know, what? I, we have like another minute. So let, that's, what would be a great, um, even uh, thinking of adoption or what, something that you would want to leave uh, with our guests, I, another little nugget, because uh, this has been so good. <laughs> well, oh my gosh, I um, I can talk a, just a sec about adoption, because it's not a noble thing to do. It's just a way to build your family. And so one of the things that I think is really powerful about adoption is if you are truly pro-life, there are so many kids that need a mom and dad, I would encourage you to investigate it. Um, I also would say, oh, go in it with your eyes open because there are certain certainly um while it's a wonderful way it is it is a way to build your family that you know there's this nurture and there's nature and we always thought oh we'll just love them nurture no there's some nature in there that you know you really need to understand the differences you know they aren't genetically like you and so you know getting to know them and understanding their style and their view of the world and and all of those things even though even if they're a baby you know and molding them you still they still have a different set of genes and uh, so go into it with your eyes open. Eyes wide open. That's great yeah. advice. Yeah. <laughs> I think that goes through for all of life, right? You know, pay attention. It's true even having babies, right? We yeah. just don't think about it when we yeah. have babies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eyes wide open. That has just been wonderful. Well, again, Dana Phillips, it's been such a pleasure having you as my guest. Thank you so much for being a part of the Myrtle Mitten Show. I wish you an amazing day. Say hi to Neil for me. And uh, we'll see you again next time. So, so thank you so much that you were able to uh, check in with me today. Please like uh, this episode, like my channel. Also subscribe. I'd love for you to subscribe and share this content with people who you think that would benefit from it. So it's the Myrtle Mitten Show. Thank you so much.